Last year, the league was completely taken over by the controversy. Do you think this move is something that can, uh, you know, somehow get the league past this controversy and uh, have the attention on football, whereas last year it wasn't? Yeah, I think it will bridge some of that. I think because a lot of the times the, the cameras were focused on which players were kneeling as opposed to maybe showing uh, the cameras on the flag or showing the singer that's singing the national anthem, this way all the attention goes back to the anthem and takes it away from the players, which it should be, because the anthem is the anthem and it should stand alone because it's for everybody. It's not just for the players. And uh, I think this is a, a viable option. There's not going to anyth be anything perfect. But I think this is as close to perfect as you're going to get. And I think for the league, you know, it was a uh, it was kind of a scar to the league because it was hurting business. And of course, business is very important to the National Football <laughs> League and they want to do what's not going to hurt business. So I think they're trying to appease a little bit for the players and a little bit for, for what they need to do perception wise. Uh, I don't know if it's a win win, but I think it's a viable option as opposed to what was happening before. Star Sports. I am here with my good friend Will Smith of the Red and Bowl um, podcast and also the voice of, of the MMA card and also our representative um, for our correspondent for the Denver Broncos. And so um, we have, you know, something to talk about today. Something big came down from the NFL, but the NFL have the, kind of made this decision, right, to where they're going to enforce standing for the, for the national anthem and standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. Like they're kind of enforcing that um to be fair what they've decided is that if players are on the field then they're obligated to stand however players are given the um option to stay in the locker room if they want to stay in the locker room and not come out then they're given the option to do that and actually it's kind of more so each club will kind of decide how they'll regulate that but for the most part players are given the option to stay in the locker room roger goodell felt that this was the um best way to allow people to still be able to protest um, while not, you know, causing a problem with the NFL or causing a problem with um, people who would have issues with players kneeling for the flag. We know this all started from Colin Kaepernick and what happened with him two years ago where he decided to kneel um, during the Pledge of Allegiance and not stand. So, my brothers, my people, how do you yeah. feel about this ruling that came down from the NFL? Hmm. You, you want to go first, boys? <laughs> you know what I was going to say? Uh, beauty before age, but I think I'm both the beauty and the age. So, um, we'll hmm. just, I, I, I'll just uh, yield, I'll yield the floor to you. Okay. Um, well, for me, um, it's t to me, they're kind of still missing the point and making it about the anthem and the flag and everything when that's really they're forgetting the reason for the protest and i know like early in the year they kind of threw some money at the situation like we'll give you players this certain amount of money to do what you want with your charities but it's still 89 million dollars they threw towards that situation 
Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's to me, that's kind of like the easy way out, <clears throat> just throw money at it versus kind of being involved yourself and, like, what kind of, what can we do to help in with the, um, with the police in our local communities? How can we repair those relationships? And, and for them to, like, when I, when I was watching the live feed today and I saw all the owners, and, of course, you know, um, I don't know of any African-American owners, but, <laughs> you know, all the owners were, were white, and so it's kind of hard for them to see it from our perspective of what we've been dealing with for years as it pertains to police brutality and, and the racial issues that go on within our communities simply because of skin color. And then you have players who are predominantly African-American, but yet um, you want to – to me, it's kind of violating a First Amendment right um, of the freedom of protest, uh, freedom of speech. And to say that, and they're kind of shaping people's views on how they should look at the flag and, and the anthem, saying that it's disrespectful, um, when that is what many fought for, for the right to protest and and if the country is not living up to those ideals, which we aren't right now, because we're still dealing with, you know, saying um, racial issues within our country that are costing people their lives. And that's, to me, that's, it says a lot when you kind of dismiss that, the plight of the people that are crying out. And it's like we're not protesting because we, because we hate the flag or we <clears throat> hate the anthem, though we, as African Americans, and I've already spoken this, we, we like have no reason to really sing the anthem or be happy about it from <laughs> because the the author, the one who wrote it, he was um he owned slaves and he was an act activist for for slavery. So just going back in history on that, but because it is so much that goes into it, but I think the And in the third stanza me, there's something about it, right? In the yeah, third right. Stanza, they talk it, about yeah. So they talk about um, was it, um, making sure that the, they capture in the slaves or getting the slaves or some, something in the third stanza that kind of highlights yeah, like, the fact that slavery I- exists and it's a big part of their um, big part of their society during that time. Yeah, and if, yeah, if you like, you know, look at it, and that stanza specifically, it was speaking uh, to a, a specific segment of people that were uh, either hired by the um, hired by the British, and there were slaves also, slave regiments uh, that they fought against with the British. If you fought with the British, you could be free. So since the U.S. was trying to gain its freedom, what Francis Scott Key was saying, you know, for, for those, those of you who hired on and the slaves who were fighting against us, you know, pretty much death to you, but being a slave owner, I'm sure he wasn't happy about the fact that uh, his fellow his uh, his fellow colleagues were losing money and um, and revenue, and he could possibly be in the same position if the slaves that uh, were mm-hmm. under his yeah. care did the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, if they were free. So that's just going back in history, but it's like to me to tell people how they should feel and stuff like that and just kind of dismiss, you know, saying the whole reason for the protest and to gloss over that and make it about the flag. And for me, it's like the, it's an object, you know what I'm saying? And they're making Mm -hmm. the object greater than, than somebody's life 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like um, they're making it an idol or a god, so to speak. Like, oh, how dare you? You can't sit down during when the flag is up. And like, as if, no, I don't hate my country. I love my country. But I wish my country would hear our voice. I wish our country would address these issues and, and stop acting like it's non-existent. Like when we're seeing uh, so many, you know, so many black people have lost their lives that haven't been armed, even if they have committed a crime that, you know, saying there's many who have committed crimes who have been taken into custody without being fired upon. And they, and you know what I'm speaking about, like, you know, saying yes. going there with guns, shooting up schools, but yeah, they're taking into custody. And churches. And I'm not, and right. I'm not saying that they should be shot and killed. What I'm saying is we should be afforded the same opportunity of being taken into custody peacefully. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's, it's, yeah. it's upsetting. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, and I think uh, when um the uh, I think with them even with them going inside the um the ones that stay in the locker room right people are still going to know that they're protesting that they don't you know what I'm saying so people are still going to be like oh he's not you know what I'm saying and, and having this 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 belief about a person simply because they're not coming out for the anthem or the flag that they somehow hate their country or the military which is so far which is an ignorant point of view <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But it, it it doesn't really resolve the issue to me. So, mm. yeah. and it's so bigger than the NFL. It's also bigger than the NFL. So, yeah. okay. Well, I I I I definitely understand what you're saying on a number of different fronts. Um, I feel a little. I I understand how you feel, and I can feel that way too. I've got some different views on things a bit, though. Um, mm-hmm. I think having them in the locker room will soon blow over. You know, you don't see them, and it's not like, I mean, number one, who watches the <laughs> the national anthem of a football Everybody game? Everybody knows. I know I don't. Uh, Everybody even, watches even it now. Super, okay. But no, no, they do, and it's only because ahead. of this issue that people are watching it. Right, mm. but I'm saying with mm. with the players not being, you know, on the field, I think sooner than later, it'll make all this kind of blow over and, and go away. Um, and bottom line is I, I think that the NFL definitely cares about their players, or I should say there are factions within the NFL that do. Uh, we've had some players, some owners that have come out and, um, and said differently, but, you know, you have when, – when the NFL was attacked, you saw a different – view of things when uh when trump made the statements that he made and the owners came out and they did the things that they did there was a different view at least for me for them the great issue and i want so you believe trump shaped this narrative he he said he helped not, not that he did but he helped to to shape the narrative uh of the well trump did but not really trump Number one reason why this is all being done is because of the green. Now, it happens in a perfect storm where um, ratings are down for everything. But, you know, here you have this multi-billion dollar enterprise that's losing money, and you've got protests on both sides. You have people who are protesting and not watching the game because they feel as if, um, Colin Kaepernick should have a position and not be blackballed because he took a stand. I was one of those uh, in that camp. Then you had people on the other side that were upset about 
the protest going on, so you're losing two different segments of people. And in order to try to restore some kind of, of semblance of normalcy, um, they've taken this stand to try to appease, you know, both. It's like, okay, you can protest, but just not on the field. And and I can definitely respect that part of things. I mean, a, a protest is just that. It's a protest. And if you want to protest, you definitely can do that. There are guidelines and rules and things that go along uh, with doing that. If we want to hold a rally and protest, we got to get permits, and then we go and, and we have everything in order, and we do that, and that's fine. You can do that for whatever you want, whenever you want, and uh, as long as you have those things in place. Protesting in your place of employment is a different scenario. Um, you know, and I think that that's where the NFL is coming from. It's like, hey, look, guys, I mean, you know, if you want to protest and you want to do things, that's fine. But when it comes time to work, let's, you know, let's work or let's find some different way of doing this where you're not messing up the bottom line. You know, you got sponsors dropping out left and right and a number of different things of that nature happening. And really, when it comes down to it, that's the major driving factor behind things. Again, when Trump uh, made his statement about things, it really helped in showing a different side of the owners because they stood up and said, you know, across the board, no, not only are we, uh, you had people who were just utterly opposed to this uh, uh, Ray Rice, I mean, not Rice, uh, uh, what's Ray Ray's name? Louis. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Thank you for the, for the Ravens. Um, I'm not going to take a knee down on two knees. You know, I mean, just totally flipping the script when um, when opposed, or I should say when self-attacked, but it's just, it, it's right, all that's about the, that. Hey, that, that's the bottom that's the, that's the That's the problem, though. The owners, they, the owners didn't respond in that way until it, like, directly affected them or they, they were directly attacked by, by mm-hmm. the president. Now, if uh, it, uh, the only... Then that's the only thing. Like it should be so much more. Unfortunately, greed and money. You say the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And so, with money being the major factor, and that's a, a you know um, an issue with many companies that refuse to take stances or support anything for the fear of losing money, versus doing knowing to do the right thing. Like so, you should know the right thing to do is <laughs> is to. Somehow, let's okay. We need to. Uh, why? Why are they protesting? That's the main thing. Like, okay, why are they protesting? Yeah, and, and all of that guy. And, and that was explained lost. by Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was, but it got lost in the shuffle, and it really helped mm-hmm. to expose some different things. I want to salute Lathan Credit right now uh, because he really helped me with understanding where the disconnect was uh, with mm-hmm. most of the people who did, because I, I was one that didn't understand, like, they're not protesting the flag. They're not protesting the co- the country. They're not protesting the anthem. They're choosing this time to protest the fact that uh, African Americans are dying at the hands of the people that they're paying to take care of them. That's what the, that's what they're protesting. What mm-hmm. I didn't understand, like I said, I salute Nathan Credit because he really helped me with understanding because he is a military man and he knows some different things. Share with me the flag code. And that just opened everything up. I was like, oh, so in this flag code, which a number of people are taught through whatever 
methods, you know, whether it be their civil organizations, Boy Scouts, uh, the service or whatever, uh, in the flag code, whenever the national anthem is played and the, uh, the flag is being uh, raised, everyone is supposed to stand. Didn't know that. So to not stand is offensive. It is um, it, it, it can be offensive to those who have been um, who've been taught to honor the flag in the country in that fashion. So I get that. I, I get that. But, but, sitting. but check this. What about, the people, check this. what about the people oh. who will say to what about the people who will say, you know what? I can't stand. I can't stand for the flag because I'm in a country where my people aren't being stood for are stood up for are defended mm-hmm. against the things that are happening to us on a consistent basis. What about those to, to people, those, and what about that statement? Okay. And, and to those people of whom I'm one, I don't stand for the, uh, for the national anthem. I, I stand right at the beginning when they say, you know, I'll please rise. I, I stand up, and as soon as the national anthem is played, because of some of the things that we talked about regarding the history of and the things that are in it, I sit down. That that is what I do as a form of protest. So, and you're talking to someone who does not stand for the anthem, um, and that's my choice as a mm-hmm. as a person who lives in the United States of America, who's free to do the things that he desires to do. I do that. So, to those people of whom I'm one, I get it and I understand, and I'm not upset with those who choose to do the same things that I do, but I can understand why some people may be upset. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. a difference in how we were cultured, how we were taught. I can remember being in high school and, uh, a, a, you know, a fellow classmate of mine was like, no, you don't salute for the flag. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know why, but I was like, okay, well, he telling me not to. I don't. Whereas for someone else, they're probably being told you always salute for the flag. You stand and you take your hat off and you you know make sure you you stand tall and, and proud. So I think a lot of it just has to do with how you were cultured and and how you feel. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's legal in protest to burn a flag, uh, which those mm-hmm. same people will be upset with. When you read the flag code, God honest truth, we based on the flag code, we disrespect the flag all the all time. the time. Yeah, you are not supposed right, so, to have the flag on on anything mm-hmm. and, on paraphernalia uh, and all that kind of stuff, right? right. You shouldn't wear it as a pair of shorts, which I wear every other day. All right, <laughs> right. let me let me ask you guys this question: um, How should the players respond? So this, I've already kind of heard a little bit of their response. They're going to talk about it um, with the player, um, with the players' union, with the players' association. They feel like they weren't really consulted with or considered in this ruling. So how should the players respond to this um, ruling from the NFL? So the best way, <clears throat> the best way to me is always is to hit them where it hurts, and that's their pocketbook. You know what I'm saying? And and I love the game of football, but I would not be opposed to them. Like, okay, we ain't playing. Let's see what kind of game you have when when all the minorities, us who are, you know, saying protesting against uh, what's going on, not. Um, See how that works out for you. See, you know what I'm saying? Because well, that's, that's the only way, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I know they like, uh, your response may be, well, they ain't going to get paid either. But, I mean. Right, because it hits you where well, it Yeah, I mean, not. But, yeah, not, but not that takes sacrifice. Not get paid. 
they'll they'll mm-hmm. lose their jobs and they'll be the next man up. Oh man, it ain't, they've, they've they got, but they come in with another league. And, my, and that league thing. has come out and said uh, very explicitly that their rules are going to be the same as the NFL, where no, it's going to be ex- extremely patriotic, and nobody's going to be doing anything to disrespect the flag. So you can say, "Well, I'll just go play for the XFL." No, you won't. No, you won't. You well, may be well, able to go for the CFL, but um, yeah, but but what I what I want to say is though, you're going to limit things. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> what I want to say is, like, if you truly believe in something, then that takes sacrifice. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, in today's culture, people aren't willing to sacrifice things. Like, people are willing to sacrifice their lives during the civil rights movement for the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And so it has to be about more than just money. Like, if you, if you truly know in your heart that something is wrong, then you will do something, and you'll be willing to sacrifice and do what it takes to bring about change. And so, mm-hmm. and, and that takes um, uh, a dying to self almost. Man, you have to be un, you have to be selfless and unselfish, and like this is bigger than me. Now, but, well, I, I, I agree <laughs> with you wholeheartedly. I just mm-hmm. don't think that there are enough people willing to sacrifice no, it's not. The, it's their, not. Lives, their lives, <laughs> the people around them. And, and therefore, things will remain the same. We will keep, we will keep marching, and you know, what I'm saying, police will keep shooting and stuff. But um, from standpoint of, from the standpoint of me of, of me being a believer, I know that there's a stronger power than than all of us. Um, and it's not, and I say, in addition to prayer, we can get guidance in how to respond. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was saying earlier. Like, how can we can get guidance on how to respond and handle this situation because the weapons that we fight with are not of this world, right? And so, now, Will, do you give any do you give any credence to the fact that they've said that if you want to protest, just stay in the locker room? Like they they said that. And so, do you yeah, give I mean, any that's, I mean, that's, to that, or or is that just not enough? Uh, like to me, like. Uh, I don't know, man. To me, it's like um, they're still controlling. It's it's so so much of a controlling. Like, yeah, we you ain't don't come on the field, um, play football, and don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? And and I guess to that uh, effect, though, that we've got to remember that we're watching this as. Um, as a means of escape, and sports has been a great rallying cry, and this has been a very divisive thing uh, as far as things are concerned. But bottom line is, again, it all goes back to the money. I'm paying you to render a service of playing sports, and I'm contracted with you for that purpose. During these hours, that's not the, if you want me to pay you, this is not the time to protest. You can protest all you want, and I think really – if the players, what the response should be is some kind of collective method of really making their voice known, making uh, the, making everything very, very clear as to what they're doing and what they want to do. I look at um, a movement like the Me Too movement. Um, you know, you don't have, you know, people, well, I should say with that, there's been so much change. Uh, so many people have 
long there's no outright so, opposition there's no outright opposition to the me too movement though um voice like there's no um like you don't have stuff coming down from the president where it's saying the me too movement is wrong or the me too movement is unpatriotic or anything like that so there's no direct well, opposition he, he to the me too movement say that it was it was creating a hostile environment, and when a couple of his people got popped with it, he was like, you know, you're just taking what someone says and, and, and running with it, and you don't get all the facts and, you know, so forth and so on. But I get what you're saying. There are more people behind it than there are against it, whereas with this, you've got it on both ends. But if you want to make a change. But he didn't outright come out and say stop doing the Me Too movement or put a cease to the Me Too movement. Sure, Even though sure. it probably would have been wise because he's being tapped by the Me Too movement right now. Me Too movement guy, yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll say, here's my thought oh. though: as far as making a change, if they do, if the players get together with other players of other leagues and really start doing something outside of the game, showing their power and their might in their communities, in the mm-hmm. the, uh, the areas where they are. If they start doing those things more than just taking a knee, putting their money mm-hmm. where their mouth is, that's mm-hmm. where you'll really start seeing change. Colin Kaepernick put a lot of money where Colin Kaepernick put a lot of money where his mouth was. And he's made And now he can't recoup impact. any of that money. No, he, he can't. But he's made more of an impact and more of a name for himself as a person um, by the things he's done off the field than he has on the field. But uh, now he can that, no longer play the game he so, loves. Yeah, right. I'll, and I'll like say, Will was saying, yeah. to to make uh, the mark that you want to make, sometimes you have to, to take stands and lose things for that. And he was willing yeah. to do that. And I salute yeah. him for Yeah, Kaepernick that. made a sacrifice. Um, I will say this, though, um, in regards to football and what, you know, Goodell and the owners said, um, as far as making it, getting back to football and making it just about football, which to me is like a, a contradictory or hypocritical statement because to me, if it's just about football, then don't have the anthem at all, which you, which you have made out to be about the military in the country. Just either do away with it or don't have the teams come out on the field at all during that time. That's, you know, to me, that's the, two, right. <laughs> the best two options, either do away with it where it's not even an issue, you know what I'm saying, or just – require that the team that the whole team that both teams just stay in the locker room during that time and don't come out on the field at all. So. Okay. So <laughs> this ruling, let's, let's, let's kind of summarize, right. On, on the voices in, let's, let's talk to you for a second with this ruling. Um, in your estimation, you feel, and you're okay with the ruling. You feel like they got it right. Am I right by saying that? I wouldn't say that they got it right, but it was, uh, I think they, they, made the best compromise that they could uh, based on things. Um, I'm with Will because if I'm not mistaken, and and maybe you guys know, uh, it wasn't but a couple years ago that the teams were on the field for the anthem. Before then, the anthem was played, and then the the teams came out afterwards. So I say go back to the old way of doing things and keep the teams in the locker room. you know, but they're trying to appease both sides. So, you know, they've come up with this um, with, with this middle ground, you know, and I, I hey, it is what it is. Um, I can understand them doing it, though. Like I said, as being business owners, you have to protect your business, even though businesses have personalities. Their business is not people. 
So, you know, I get what they're doing, um, and I don't fault them for that. But at the same time, I don't fault the players for doing what they're doing either. It's a difference of opinions and a difference of understanding on both ends. Okay, so you you understand, and you're okay with what you understand. Correct. Okay, awesome. So if you're one of the players, what do you do? I'm in the locker room, and I'm finding ways to impact uh, the community off the field because that's where the true change is going to be made. Okay. All right, Will, so in your estimation, you don't necessarily feel like they got this right. Am I right by saying that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and um, it maybe it would be better if they actually – you know, say had the NFLPA involved, the Players Association, or even some players, and got and work with the players together, the no, committee based of players, on what, or something like that. Based on what Goodell said, he said he's been talking to players for the last few years, just trying to understand, right? How does what do they want? What do they get? And so he said that this ruling was made with them in mind, even though he didn't like you know formally get a, a unified opinion from them he's just been talking to players <laughs> for a while trying to gather opinions what do you, do you give any credence to that he could have talked to and that that really doesn't tell us anything he could have talked talk to three or four players and so the mm. NFLPA the players association who's a representative of the NFL players um that's the organization that represents all the NFL players said that they weren't contacted and they did and that's why they're saying they're going to um work to stand against um, if they try to penalize a player for kneeling during the anthem or protesting. Um, because well, the they're not going to penalize the player. They're going to penalize the team, which I thought was a very wise way well, of doing things. So it, it doesn't necessarily hurt the player per se. It, it's a penalty against the team. Well, at, at, at any rate, any penalty, any penalty, whether it's against the player or the team, is it, it, may, it should not be. Um, you think it's a violation it of our constitutional rights? Yeah, I mean, basically, the First Amendment. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, I definitely don't agree. I had a, a thought come, and then uh, you got me, voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was in the midst of a sentence, but um, bad. it's all good, man. But, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, you know, don't agree. I do agree that, you know, um, the, the NFL did give them some money, like they need to start, as well as us, you know what I'm saying, making a change within our community. Um, how do we repair those relationships, you know what I'm saying, with, uh, with police officers and departments, and, and what can we do to make our communities better? That includes, you know, voting um, voting locally, you know what I'm saying, the local government and stuff like that, which has more of an impact on us directly than, than federal and stuff. So, All right. So, Will, you're a player. What are you doing? Your player in the NFL. Knowing what are you doing? me, <laughs> knowing me, I'll be out there nearly still. Because I mean, what the, what the thing about a protest is, it's supposed to make people uncomfortable. It's supposed to bring attention. And what the, the thing is, they want they want them to protest in a way that's comfortable for them. But then, if it's comfortable, it's not really a protest. People just look the other way, like eh, whatever. But when it's it's supposed to capture someone's attention and make people uncomfortable. Okay, now that you feel uncomfortable, let's talk about this issue. So, mm. That's the Martin Luther King method. All right. Um, <laughs> guys, thank y'all so much. I truly appreciate y'all for coming on, man, and, and hopping on this breaking news from the NFL. 
Um, I really don't know how the players will respond. I don't know what what are the next steps. I don't know if it'll be drastic or whether they'll organize or how they'll respond to this or if there'll be any response at all. Um, in some people's minds, it seems that the the NFL players will just kind of take this ruling and, and just kind of make individual decisions. I don't know how effective that'll be or if that's the route that they'll take. I guess everybody's eyes will be killed for the next few days and maybe in the next um, coming months with how the NFL how the NFL players and the NFL Players Association respond to what's coming down from the NFL. But I'm, I'm blessed to be here with The Voice and Will Smith, and thank y'all so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Track Star Sports, we're out. <laughs>